adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. We're back, episode 47, No Snooze Podcast. We're a week in to the 10% challenge. Um, welcome back, David. Yes, welcome back. Right on, on the on the diet, um, I guess, talk. It's more important than ever, though, is just taking care of yourself, right? Mm. We're not going to get into the whole political thing that's been going on. Um, you know, I know everybody has their views on it, but now is a more important time than ever to just be taking care of yourself. So, you know, dieting is one way that you can you can obviously take care of yourself, making smart decisions. And that's what we're trying to do is just make better decisions. We're happy. We happen to be applying it to the diet. Uh, but this is something that's you know much bigger than than just that. Yep. And then the other thing I want to mention, and we'll, we'll jump right into that, is CV has his microphone first time on the podcast. I'm so proud of him making that better decision. Now. Yes, I think it's a great decision, too. Before we jump into all the updates we got to speak on the amazon withings scale that we recommended first off terrible name withings yeah um look i want to be honest with everybody right like we we ordered it it came to my house i was super excited i remember mike on the last podcast saying i'm gonna pay the manufacturer and you know i know this body fat thing is gonna come back like 25 plus percent long story short <laughs> i get on the scale um great app by the way, and I want to give an honest review on mm -hmm. it, right? It was a great app. Well, it's um, the health app. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Yes. The, it the, links with the health right. app. But it linked nice. Technology was great. Uh, it synced to my to my Wi-Fi. I get on the scale and my weight was spot on from what we did at the in-body at the, at the gym. Um, so that part was great. My water intake, spot on. There was no calibration for the muscle. So then when I get to the BMI, now the BMI was accurate. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Then I get to the body fat and it literally said 27%. So that just tells me that either one, I'm a blob, <laughs> which, but, but the realistic part of it is that that scale specifically wasn't able to determine what was muscle and what was fat. So it took my 230 pound body and it calibrated it off the BMI. Uh, which BMI for me and most people is not very accurate because a, a, a body mass index of 30 basically says that I'm morbidly obese because yep. it doesn't take into account the athletic figure into it. You know? So what's the BMI for? Like why? Well, even? it's a body mass index. I don't know. It's it's a measure that I, I really don't know. The specifics. It's easy just to put data out. On but people it, yes, I, I think it's for um, obesity studies, which obviously wouldn't even be accurate yeah. if that's the case, if you're athletic. But I'm sure there's, you know, some some scientific reasoning behind it. But I was a little upset about it. I'm not going to lie. I understandably. My other question for you is when you weigh yourself in. Yep. What do you usually wear? I know you wear the same thing every day. So, probably, right? Yeah, well, I um, when I did that one, I only had my boxers on okay. and I I mean, you had to take your socks off and I was excited because it had the electrodes on the bottom of the yep. scale. But yep. there's got to be something with the in bodies, which is like I, I didn't realize I sent it to you guys, but it's a five thousand dollar machine um, and they have them at the GNC. Michael, tell us his experience yep. there. The same one at the gym. So I'm going to go off that just because that that's what real athletes, you know, in, in their fields use. And, um, you know, all athletic sports teams and colleges and universities, that's what they use. 
So if you're looking to gate, my point is, if you're, if you're really looking to just gauge your weight and see some sort of measure mm -hmm. to decrease body fat, the scale is good, right? But it's not accurate if you're trying to like get down to a low body fat percentage. Yeah. Uh, so I returned mine, just being honest with you guys. Then I also realized that I already have that scale at home. It just is a different, it's like a Nokia scale and they rebranded. So I literally bought the same scale. And then when I went to sync it up, I was like, oh, this is the app I've used to lose the weight. Yep. And then through doing that, it also had an absurd body weight, like, you know, 22.9 or something. Well, you're no. And honestly, yours was lower. And I think and I'm not really trying to sound like it because there's less muscle. Yeah. yeah. You were the one that said, like, oh, uh, you know, I don't have muscle, blah, blah, blah. But so if it takes a 210 pound body, right, obviously the percentage is going to be lower than a 230 pound body when it's not taking the muscle into account. Correct. Um, give us oh, Wait, go ahead. Go the ahead. other thing I want to mention is you said you do. I go butt ass. Oh, pardon my French. I go completely naked when I weigh in every morning. Well, your boxers weigh a lot or something. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> when you're this size, you know, you got <laughs> big boxers. I take the watch off everything. I yep. take a deep breath. I flex <laughs> right in front of the mirror. Uh, so the the uh, the the weighing in the morning has been tricky because I have to go into the bathroom at five and I've you ever like lift a scale and then put a scale down? It like makes a noise a rattle noise. I don't know how many times I've woken the baby up by accident because I've like kicked the scale or like you gotta tap it sometimes. Just to get by it doing that? Yeah. So it's very stressful mm. to get the weight in the morning. But it's only why I when I will I like to do it. Speaking of the babies. Let's give a quick update because there has been a dramatic increase in activity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got to see Livy the other night, so I know it, it's the same thing with Callie. They're super alert, super aware. But Callie, she has been she's on another level right now. We put her into this walker that she can actually physically walk around. She cruises, you know, the house. Yeah, she she cruises all over the place. Bumps but she's people. she's obsessed with chance. My poor guy. He's 10 years old, going on 11. <laughs> He's handling the situation phenomenal but she's yanking his ears she's pulling his tail she's taking her hand putting it into his water bowl and throwing it around it's pretty funny so i don't know if this walker is good mike I, I gotta be honest with you it's funny you say that because livy this morning i dropped the baby off before i went out to my appointments and livy grabbed Petey by the like the beard and just ripped him and he's <laughs> she did cried. the same thing to me the other night yeah yeah <laughs> she's uh, you think it's because of the uh, stuffed animal scenario because they have stuffed animals so they yep. probably think they're could cartoons be. could be but it's it's uh right around the you know the sixth month Callie will be seven months on the 16th i know livy will be on the 30th right yes yep so I think around this time, it's starting to get a lot more fun, per se. The, and there's a lot more activity. Yeah, and the bouncer is a lifesaver, yeah. at least for us. because And even just to be able to put them sitting upright and be able to play with toys, you can get so much more done now. Yeah. Because you can kind of put them there. and So don't get the walker, because the walker, yeah, she's moving, so you have to constantly watch her. But we she's to, contained, right? It's like bumper cars. She's contained, but, I mean, we had to put a gate up in front of the stairs because that thing could have, yeah, you know, yeah. flew down the stairs. Got we got to put a little ramp for it. So she yeah. Oh, we also had to even install, um, you know, little things in the cabinets. Yeah, the safety locks. Yeah, I didn't do it. I had a guy. You used Did to, you really? You witnessed that. Oh, yeah. Your friend. <laughs> His friend yes. is in. He, yes. Norm. I walk in and I, I see this, uh, this you know, young lady and she's like, oh, my husband here. I'm like, where is he? She goes, oh, he's working on Dave's to-do list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Nora and Chris, you know, they, they were in um, they were in for a little bit. And uh, Chris is actually an anesthesiologist. Right. And he's a physician. And then he's over here helping me with my uh, 
my little stupid projects that I couldn't install. So thank you, buddy. And as he left, he was like, all right, figure out what you want next time. He walked out. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. the, uh, on the baby front, too, I don't know if you're seeing this, but their coordination is so much better. Like she can actually grab what she wants to grab now, whereas before she would kind of like couldn't do things. Yep. Now she's grabbing toys and like whipping them at me. Yes. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. And the food, they know food. Like mm -hmm. before, if I was eating my food, the rare time that I do, she wouldn't go for it. Now she knows that she can have it. You know, we gave her bacon the other day just to suck on. Oof. When she went ballistic. Wait, real bacon? Real bacon. Wow. She just put her mouth on it and she's must she's uh definitely her daughter's mother. Her daughter's mother. No. No. Her mother's daughter. <laughs> Dyslexia is a, a that, real thing. That's my guy. Um yeah, we have we have a uh, extreme um diet going for Cali. Mm. And this is all of course you do. Shout to the in-laws though because they are pureeing fruits for Cali. So she's gotten the, she's gotten to eat pears, bananas, apples in the Nutribullet mixed with a little water then put in the freezer and it stays good. But she's got she's got some gourmet diet going, but the faces she makes when she tries new uh fruits, it's so funny. Oh, uh, and then squash she's eating. I don't yeah. even eat squash. Next time whoever's making who's making this food for you? Uh, this is grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Tell grandma be like, listen, we got to double the portions and then send some right. my way. Smart, smart yep. guy. Um, let's let's hit this pod bod father figure. Hopefully not a dad bod update. OK. All right. You want to start us off? No, you start us off because for for me, I, I know there's adjustments and you actually called it, which was great. And of course, me being the way that I think I'm like, yeah, you know, I know it's going to work what I'm doing because it, it has to work. Right. Just based off of science. Uh, so do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'd like to go first. I want to mention that the more I'm digging into it, the more I'm realizing it's not a perfect science, the body. Oh, yeah. No, right? absolutely. And you working out consistently as much as you have may hinder the immediate results. Yep. Because you're so your body's so in tuned already, right? Yeah. Whereas for me, like the first week has been transformational because I was so out of it. But I will hit the point. At, you know, I'll hit the plateau. The plateau. Point. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good point. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely some some things. And and shout out to my my buddy Castro who happens to work at Peloton. Long story short, I think we connected on the app. He checked out the podcast. We've been really cool ever since. But he's also into physical training. I, I think he was a trainer for about seven years, he told me. And he basically posed the question to me. He's like, Dave, did you explain? Uh, you, you didn't you didn't get into the caloric deficit, mm. right? You didn't explain that portion on the last episode. Yeah. So that's my apologies. Thank you for, for bringing that up to me. Um, but basically, because I burn so many calories and the average let me give you just a do you know how many you think you burn in a day yeah no i mean i know oh, you number know okay, through, okay. through a test but the average woman burns between 1600 to 2000 calories just as a as a sedentary individual not really doing much but the average male depending on the size and activity they're burning between 2000 and 3000 calories okay now the caloric deficit is it's a simple formula calories in minus calories out mm -hmm. but i did not take into account that i'm still working out the way that i am so if i'm burning an additional seven to 700 to a thousand calories on top of me being around the average of three thousand calories now i'm burning four thousand calories for the day so i had to up my intake a little bit 
Um, so some days I'm at 2,700. I know last time I said around 2,300, but these are the adjustments that you actually spoke about. Like, all right, what are you going to do? You know, if it's, if it's not working, not that it's not working, but I would put myself in too much of a deficit to where an extreme amount of muscle would be targeted versus my body fat. And to, and to be able not to target your muscle, you have to intake a certain amount of protein. Is that yes. like the basic? So, you, so again, the protein level needs to be up, but just at a real base level, the caloric deficit, 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. That's just a, a fact. Everybody should know that. Now, when you put yourself in a caloric deficit, when that number adds up to 3,500 calories, that's when you lose a pound of fat. Mm. But if you're not consuming enough protein or enough calories, the energy comes from your muscle, which is terrible for somebody like me. Yeah. That's not what I want, right? Yeah. Like I don't want to get down to 10% body fat and then I lost, you know, 24 pounds of muscle too. Well, That'd the be terrible. thermogenic effect of muscle is much better, right? Your resting meta metabolism's much higher when you have more muscle, right? You burn right. more fat just being. Right. So, so for me. So the goal is to build muscle. Yes. Or at least maintain drop muscle. Drop fat. Can you. Me. Yeah. Because so I was researching dirty bulks. Um, cutting all that yes. stuff. And the main thing that I'm trying to figure out is like, is it possible to be building muscle while dropping fat? Yes. But it's difficult, it's right? It's very hard because you need to in you're into, is it, you, do you have to have, you have to hit a certain number of protein, right? But still stay in a deficit. Still, still stay in a deficit. Protein level needs to be extremely up, but your activity level needs to be through the roof. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but for me, that that's kind of happening. I didn't adjust my workouts. Mm. I like to work out the way that I work out. I'm not slowing that down just because we're in this challenge. What do you right? mean slowing it down? Because I could easily do this if I wanted to say, yeah, you know what? I'll cut back on the cardio sessions. I won't do it as much or I won't go as hard. When I work out with weights, I mean, you, you've you've experienced this. I take very <laughs> small. <laughs> I experienced it hungover too. It was terrible. <laughs> I, I take very small breaks in between my my sets. Yes. So Drop sets. You do a lot of drop sets. Right. And, which I was doing the research. It's just very smart. Right. So that is my basis for training if i were to slow that process down and do a set of 10 take a water break take a minute and a half in between now i'm not going to burn as many calories throughout my workout but i sweat the way that i do because of the way i work out do you go heavy anymore though because yeah. i was researching that the heavier you go well you have to mix up one mm -hmm. and then two if you go very heavy your your progressive overload you achieve it a lot quicker right you right. know, versus so like burnout. I'm session. mixing it all in now, but I would say that I am, you know, the way that I like to lift and, you know, at the job, I happen to be fortunate. There's a small gym there, so I, I take advantage of that. Uh, but I, I like to lift moderately heavy weights for repetitions, right? I'm, so I don't do sets of five or really 10. I'm in between 10 to 20 repetitions, mm -hmm. depending on what it is. See, I like this. We're, our approach is still so different, but yep. it's... I'm stealing a lot of your tactics. I'm just trying to adjust them for my preference. Right. Like, do you have an idea in your head of the perfect body of like a famous person that you want? You know, I, I think everybody's is the rock, but that's not really. See, I don't think that's everyone. Oh, really? No, that's Oof. not mine. I don't want the rock. I want like, um, like a, a basketball DeVito? player. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. That's good. I have that. <laughs> um, I would like something like a, uh, like a long, lean athlete. Dwight Howard. Incredible. Like a Dwightable. Uh, he's still like shoulders a little wide for me, right? And his chest a little flat. What size suit do you think he wears? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, Taylor's got to just his head right. in a pretzel when that guy walks in. He's <laughs> like, uh, uh, I need another guy. Yeah. Um, so who but, is it though for you? 
Uh, Dave Virginia? Dave Virginia would be a good one. <laughs> I think I want to be more top heavy and lean on the, the ab area, like okay. little V, right? Top heavy, yep. big chest, kind of not. I don't want to look on. I want to look proportional where like they might. Oh, he might play soccer. Oh, no, he might be a runner. Okay. Like, but he's an athlete of some type. Little do they know I'm not really an athlete. People don't think The Rock plays soccer? No. No. Exactly, right? <laughs> but you want The Rock, like, ultimately. No, I, I don't think I would want that now. What would you want then? Tell me. It's hard. <sighs> I, I should have had someone ready, but I, I can see it. I just let me think about while you're thinking. Yeah, I, I got to kind of think about it too. But I think the basketball body what and about not being like Magic Mike. Magic Mike, that's nah, a good too, one. I think that's too slim. He's not tight me. enough though. Uh, but like McConaughey is ripped yes. in that movie. Okay, yeah, I love how um, we're referencing Magic Mike, and I know all the people. Yeah, uh, you know who has a, a great physique is Dan Bilzerian. See, that's not my physique. That's you? your physique. Too big. Too big. Too big. Yeah, I went I through know. the phase of the big stuff, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> the big stuff. No, I just, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the physicality of that, and you're like you're like you're an imposing figure. I don't think I want to be that. I just want to be long. You <laughs> just want to slither through a door, like yeah. I want to look good. Like here's my thing: when I wear a suit, I want people to think he could be either really like skinny fat or super ripped. I don't know. Well, that's kind of like I mean, not much is changing. But, so talk to me. What don't you think that I look good in? I say you look good in everything. It's just not my look, right? I'm saying for me, it's not the look I want. Does I'm no offense to your yeah, look. No, no, no. I got you. But I see for me. Like I, it's, how many times do I say long and lean? Yeah, I love it. I I don't know why I'm obsessed with but trying I think to get that's that your physique. physique as it is, and now you're just trying to tighten that. Yeah, I'm trying to emphasize it. I think if I try to go too bulky, it won't look right on me. Not yeah, it I looks good it. on I you. I think I got it. You know what I'm saying? Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk's a good one. Uh, damn, you're I gotta think. I'll, I'll come up with a name as we're going on. Um, the calorie deficit discussion is something that. So what's interesting for me is through this past year, I've tested a lot of things, right? I tested just doing push-ups, basically a workout that you can do anywhere, anytime. And I tested doing the fasting. Uh, I, I did like stuff in phases without even knowing. I was kind of hopping around, right? And I never did them all at the same time. Then I talked about doing this weight situation for forever um, and couldn't figure out what how to execute on it. Uh now I feel like it's all clicking because I'm doing all of them at the same time. Your discussion is about drinking more water. You know, I've implemented that over some time. And uh, now it's clicking because I think I have all my systems that I talk about and I'm doing them all at the same time and I, I tweaked all of them. So I'm doing the fasting in certain spurts because one of the difficulties is I only know that I can sit consistently work out in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And if I don't feed my muscles, there's really you're wasting a great workout, right? And I tried to not eat after. Well, there's science there. I don't the know. The science, yeah. It, it, some say yes, you, some say no. You could do like BCAAs and all that. I was researching, and mm -hmm. I might go back to that. I might tweak it. But what I've been doing is I've been doing my workout hard, and then doing you know eating a not a huge meal, but just mostly protein, egg yep. egg whites, uh, chicken sausage, things that are very low carb but all protein. You know, I'm definitely getting out of the fast, but the habit of being able to fast all day has allowed me to eat that meal at like, you know, 7 a.m. and then fast all the way to six anyway. See, I don't know if that approach I don't yeah. is going to work for the body fat, because like you were saying on the last episode, you know, well, what is it going to eat? I remember you saying something 
yeah. funny about the organs. Or yeah, something. what am I eating? But organs? because you still have muscle, yeah, your body may target that muscle if you're not inputting enough calories and you're expending so much because you can't go into well, a, putting, a you can't eat a thousand and then be burning. Well, I'm not eating a thousand anymore. So one of the, a couple adjustments here, right? So. I'll go through the routine in the morning, but I want to talk about the high-level adjustments first. So the I'm eating that meal now, which is an adjustment. I do my um, my my Bowflex weights, which I purchased. They're adjustables from five pounds up to fifty-two and a half, and they're very quick. So I have those. I do the weights. Then I do like the push-up where you can do it anywhere. I do my jump rope. I do a guide, or I call them no ropes because there's no jump rope which is targeting fat burning, right? Because it's 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 30 seconds on for 30 minutes. So the, the movement, yes, 100%. But what are you eating for the rest of the day to allow that process to continue? I'll get in? to it. I'll get to it. So I've done all... That's all new stuff that it's been implemented. I did it seven times this week. That's great. Um, because it's... Consi- it's I'm, I put together a workout where even if Olivia wakes up, I can do it because it's she's right there. It's quick. <laughs> <laughs> what tell everybody how you squeeze her in between the couch so I, yeah so yeah i make like there. a little so there's a couple angles right if i get through my weights first then it's easy if she wakes up because i just throw her in her jumper and we do jump rope together and she gets a kick out of that if she wakes up prior to that like today she woke up at 6 a.m and i got up at 6 to work out i put her in between the pillows and sit her up and then i have to make dumb faces while i'm working out which you kind of naturally do anyway when you're lifting heavy mm-hmm. um you got to post this stuff. I know it's you tough because it I, is I, tough. in my head, I'm like before I was doing no snooze stuff for two, three hours in the morning. Yep. I need to focus on getting the the routine down. Yes. Then I can implement taking videos and stuff. I yep. just need to get momentum. Gotcha. So lifting moderately heavy reps of like eight for four sets mm-hmm. and then little, very little rest in between. You know, if there is a break in the action because I have to get her toy or she throws something or spills something, I do that. Um, jump rope right after. So I'm trying to drain my glycogen and so my muscles. So that's a superset. I'm supersetting everything. Supersetting. Draining my glycogen, which I was doing a little research. Nice. I see you. Then I do the jump rope, which targets fat burning, right? Because my glycogen is depleted. So it's burning and it's all fasted, right? You wake up, two cups of uh, iced coffee, two glasses, bang, bang, two. Wow. You're, you must be like, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, bang. Uh, bang, bang. <laughs> then I fill up a 30-ounce uh, a glass bottle of five grams of creatine and all water. I drink that while I work out. I try yep. to drink it fast. After the workout's done, or the weight workout, I switch to a full one of those with two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. Nice. I'm Right? Everything's clicking. Then I do my jump rope with that. I finish that. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do abs. And... Uh, I immediately after that drink a um, start drinking more water and uh, have my krill oil. Then I have my eggs and turkey so- or uh, chicken sausage right after that. So that's like my morning sprint, mm-hmm. and it's just tons of uh, hydration, a lot of workout, a lot of calories, yep. a lot of steps, and a meal. And then after that, I basically don't eat until six. Or, you know, five, depending on how busy the work day is. Gotcha. So there's a lot of, like, little adjustments there. Yeah, yeah. And, and the supplementing thing is great. I'm not taking any creatine. I'm getting super sciencey. I have to. All there's right. the only way. Well, but because I'm probably still getting more creatine than you because yeah. of my red meat. Well, that so here, dinners now, right. I've been doing, I haven't been doing the frozen crap. Oh, not Michael Mc, 
McMicrowavable. I supplement with that, right? So like there's uh, bowls of uh, vegetables. Yes, like that, really good right. bowls. I, I microwave my vegetables as well. So I got tons of cauliflower rice, um, you know, cauliflower, cauliflower, everything, yep. basically variations of it. Uh, sweet potatoes that you just put in the microwave. So Very I'm not nice. cooking. And the big adjustment is I try to bake everything versus on the stovetop mm -hmm. because when you put it in the oven, you can do other things while it's cooking. Right. So even ground meat now, mm -hmm. I just put in the, the oven okay, and let it go. So this week, like I had grass-fed ground meat and I would eat a whole package. Beef? Be uh, yeah, beef. Uh, I have done turkey, nice. but I did beef this week, grass-fed. Yep. I got everything at Whole Foods. I... Uh, and I'll, one of my chefing is a, a variation of that, but I eat the whole package. So that's like seven, 80 grams of protein nice. right there. Yep. And then I add on Greek yogurt, certain things on top of it mm -hmm. to get 150 grams. How many, how many pro I'm targeting like 150 grams of protein. I should be doing more, right? It's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough. I'm at, um, I started at like 220 was the first day. Right. I wanted to be at like 230. And now I've adjusted to make sure that I'm hitting like 275 ish. I have to, though, because. Oh, because your weight. Again, no, it's not really even the weight. But yes, yes, the weight is one thing. You're too but I have to add the additional calories in because of how much I'm burning. And I cannot be in a caloric deficit the way that I was on day one and day two because I, I saw it. You know, I, I wrote down all the information uh, just because I would be I'd be losing weight quickly. Yes, my body fat would go down. But I'm not trying to do this for the next three months and lose all my muscle and be like, yeah, I'm 10 percent body fat. I'm trying to get there by any means. <laughs> no, I see. I want to I want to do this sustained. I want longevity. I want to do it as healthy as possible. I do have a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you did. My thought, though, is get there and then figure out how to be healthy at 10 percent. Yeah. No, I hear is you. That, you know I, what I mean? I like, hear that's the approach. I'm little... I definitely. And again, I said it from day one. I think you're going to get there. I don't know. It's a no, long way. It, it is. But. Also, now you know where you're at. Yes, it's much, you know, higher than I have to get to. But the you data can, though you stresses can do it. me out. The lack of ability to weigh every day and yeah. my percentage stresses me out because See, I, I don't need like that. that. I need. I just it. I like sticking to a. I like knowing where I'm at, sticking to a plan. I know it's going to work, and then I weigh in. Well, I don't trust things that they're going to work unless it tells me that it's working. Right? Like I don't think. I'm I have more education now as far as like water weight. I know what day, time of the day to weigh yourself. Like I know that stuff. Mm -hmm. But even then, I want to see a percentage and gotcha. be like, okay. I weighed in in the morning every day this week and uh I was down to like 21%, but I don't know if it's accurate. So I'm like it could be working, but I don't know. Well, you got to think too. And I, I made, So I might go to GNC every day. I I made a joke and I said you know, the average body fat of a, of a human being is 18 of a male is 18 to 24 percent. Yeah, you told me better than mediocre. <laughs> so I said I said to Mike, I said, Mike, 22 is great. At least you're not mediocre because mediocre is below average. Yeah. Right. And honestly, that's not that bad. If you you said it yourself, you basically didn't really work out for right? like five years. OK. And if you're still in that average, you know, uh, body type. That's not a bad thing. And now you will see extreme results because you're going extremely hard. My only question to you yes. is based off of what you just did, right? You were at 230 pounds. Yeah. You lost 30 pounds with a quickness. Yes. You did it. You sustained it. Great. And but the 10 the that I put on, though, was in the middle of a holiday, which I kind of planned for. I was like, I'm going to That was relax. my question to you. Yeah, yeah. I planned Explain for that. Explain when you then got back on the scale, 
how you felt at 212 pounds because basically you weren't 200 anymore. So you put back 12 pounds on. How did that? I, I really want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So what were you thinking? I wasn't concerned because in the past I build in the fluctuation. Like I would have cheat meals or mm -hmm. cheat days and would fluctuate like three to four pounds. And it wouldn't stress me out because I'm okay with taking off a week because I know all I got to do is implement it again and I'm back to where I was pretty quickly. Like I'm already down to like 208 within like a week. So I'm not worried about the weight anymore because of the challenge is to get to 10%. The priority is the 10% knowing that if I'm building, trying to build muscle and losing fat, some weeks it might plateau yep. the weight. But as long as that percentage is going down, which I can't see right. consistently. That's the problem. No, the reason. But the yeah, I'm not concerned by that because I eat like an animal and I knew I was going to eat like an animal. It was a, uh, a, uh, it was like not a routine. Like if I gained 12 doing my routine in like a regular work week, I'd be concerned. Right. But because it was a, a circumstance where, you know. Just to let you know, and I think this got, so one, I asked you because I, I think that that's valuable to people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When you make, you know, make time in your schedule and you say, you know what, for the next week or two, it's okay. I know that I, I know the take pride in it sometimes. Right. But I know the expectation is that I'm going to put on some weight. Cool. But now look what you've been able to do. Right. You've been able to implement an extreme routine. And it doesn't even have to be that extreme for some people. Just start changing one or two habits like Mike was doing along the way. And now you come up with a killer routine. So I asked because one, yeah. I knew your your mindset on it. And I think it's you know something that could be apl applied on other individuals. For me, I always tell people that I weigh, you know, 225 to the 227. This is something I don't know if you knew because that's when I weigh in in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Do you know at times I've yeah. gone to sleep and I'm like 237 or 238? Yeah, well, it's water weight. You drink an insane amount of water. It's food in your stomach. Right, but like, my fluctuation on a day-to-day -day basis sometimes is absurd. So yeah. I only weigh myself in the morning. Yes, yeah. You know, that's the only thing that I really take the uh, calibration off of. And not to get too graphic, but with like the body fat percentage thing, you have to be strategic when you weigh yourself, I'm thinking, because I don't think it knows if you have stuff in your stomach, like food. I don't yeah. think it knows how to differentiate. So yeah, I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure it doesn't say, hey, Michael, you have food in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now eating bigger meals to try to get more calories, because I was doing the thousand. Now I'm doing like, you know, anywhere between 1500 to Probably less than fifteen hundred. So my, do you think it's I'm possible? I'm telling you now, no? Mike. I'm telling you now. But my muscles feel fuller anyway. Now they do. But you have, you're gonna have, you'll see. You're gonna have to up that because eventually, when you go back to GNC and you see your skeletal muscle mass, right, and you take that number from before, you need to make sure that that's either one staying the same and maintaining, or two going up. What skeletal mass? Like my bones? It's on there. No, no. It says skeletal muscle mass. Oh, it's skeletal muscle mass. Right. So that weighs your muscle mass. Oh, so did I bring it? I might have brought. No, it. No, you have it though. I know, but I might have brought. So them. the next time you do it. You can calibrate again based off of, well, damn, do I want to keep the muscle? If you don't want to keep the muscle and you want to do it and you want to be in a deficit like that, cool. That might be what you're looking for. I don't know. You know? So I I actually was thinking about this. If I get through a month and my body fat percentage isn't dropping as quickly as I needed to to get to the challenge, I'm still going to probably lift weights, but I'm probably going to drop the calories dramatically and just say, listen, I'll try to hit as much protein, but... I just have to be realistic that I'm not going to be building muscle during this phase and I need to get to 10% and then I'll and bulk then, after. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, I mean, your your goal is to get to 10%, right? In a perfect world, I'd get the McConaughey body while doing it. Right. Sometimes I just have, you have to be realistic. Like you have to reevaluate. Yep. So Claudio, our AV guy, right? He, ha he has a microphone in front of him. He has been implementing, you know, his, his own 
personal routines kind of throughout the years, right? Mm-hmm. We we happen to work together, so we discuss these things all the time. He's obviously involved in No Snooze as a partner, so he's he's invested in it just like we are. So I think he has finally oh. come to a point that he said that he's going to start implementing, you know, his own style of what we're doing basically with the diets. Nice. Not trying to get to 10% by any means, but I don't know if Claudio wanted to jump in, give another perspective. Um, you know, and Claudio's about six foot. He's, he's a big guy. So it's another perspective as to what is, I guess, what what is what is going on with you and... I think it's another body type that people would be able to relate to. No camera on. I'm sorry, but CV, can you jump in here? The voice will call him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I took parts of what was said on the last episode and I started, um, well, my wife, Catherine, started uh, cooking and meal prepping. So meal nice. prep is a, is a thing at the Valens with a household now. Nice. And uh, it takes quite the amount of time and it's time consuming. But uh, at least th- throughout the week, everything is laid out and it's easy. And that's been easy knowing that your meals are always there, ready, prepared. Um, what's been a struggle has been, uh, you know, at the end of the day, at night, especially now because I'm doing the, you know, the the kind of the diet that you guys put out on the on the last episode. So the turkey, the chicken, you know, vegetables, really not many calories or or carbs, I should say. So they've been going through withdrawals yeah, <laughs> throughout, yeah, yeah. throughout the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. At night, there was major withdrawals for sure. It got better. Then the weekend came around and it's been a much better weekend than normal. Um, I did have, uh, you know, food with my parents. So that's never, you know. That's hard, right? Too, right? When you're a guest somewhere. Yeah. We talked about last episode, but like we were at uh, my in-laws and they made breakfast. So instead of being like, I'm not eating and being like that weirdo, which I was for right. a while, I was <laughs> like, all right, I'll eat eggs. I just won't have the bacon. Right. Well, you know? I mean, I had it's it hard. all. What I didn't no, do I know, but... is one plate, which that never happens in yes, my household. Yeah. It's always like two plus maybe, you know, dessert, yep. this, that, where this time it was one plate, very measured, made sure I put it all in my Fitbit app to, so I could track it. And I did fast uh, from Friday, recommendation of Mr. Regina. I fasted after my last meal on Friday. I didn't eat until literally it was time to eat the next day. Um, I did get hungry around 12. So I did have some some hard-boiled eggs, which is yep. is that uh, that magic ingredient. You can just eat that and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we just had dinner. Uh, and that's all I really had. Um, I didn't go over the calories. I, my, I guess I still had a deficit because mm-hmm. I think I had eating 2500 and i think i had my outward like 3000 nice so even yeah. eating that so that's, that's perfect of, yeah. 500 a day is like optimal if you could get in a deficit like that uh, but my question cv is people have like it, it's just a tough thing right you, and you have to be willing to have the willpower to say okay you know what yes i ate a bad meal maybe right i messed up on the diet okay cool but how do you respond to that? And from what you're saying, you're now able to get back on track. But that's the most important thing, I think, for for others and out there. Right. You, you've spoken to me about like, well, you know, yes, I can do it for a month or two months. But then at some point I don't do it for one day. Then that one day becomes like a week. So what are you applying now that you think will help you get through that? Right. Well, I'll tell you right now. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out in a month, two months, three months. Um, consistency is the hardest the hardest thing to achieve, I think. Uh, having the right information, have, putting things into place. 
the the system, all that stuff. You can put all that into place. At the end of the day, if you're not consistent, that's where you're going to end up falling. So I don't know what's different. I'm trying it out. I'm liking the process. I'm liking the fact that everything is preset and done. Uh, so we just have to work on that consistency bit for me personally. I think the difference this time is going to be you have more knowledge of everything because I think Dave does a good job of educating in phases. He doesn't give you too much to consume, not to use a metaphor. He'll tell you what you need to get to the first step. He did it with my father very well. Um, and then he'll tell you once you're like graduated that step, you know? Well, I'll tell you the one thing that Dave does the best is reminding you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, he, you're falling, he you accountable. if you're falling <laughs> off track. Very, yeah. very, very humbly remind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you eat this weekend? Yeah. Oh, the know. fast after what I started to do, CV, that I like, I don't know if you can Im implement it. Whenever I like cheat, like I, I go to family or something or you go out, the next day I do a fast for like as long as you really can before I start the routine again, and it kind of right. resets you. Yep. You know, I That's used to smart. do that a lot. So that was a Saturday thing. And, oh, it, and honestly, yeah. it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was 16 hours that I fasted, and, and I I die without my coffee in the morning, and mm -hmm. I, you know, flat out didn't do it, and I made it till 12, and that was 16 hours. And and then, I, like I said, I told, I actually texted Dave, and I was like, hey, you'd be proud of me. I went to a deli, and the smells of bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese, of sausage, yeah, yeah. of hash browns, and I was like, oh, my God, what am yeah. I going to do? Is there hard-boiled eggs or something? Like that? <laughs> and I ended up getting that, and that was that's awesome. Well, that's man. a good point too. Is like you try not to put yourself unnecessarily in those situations if you can. Obviously, sometimes it's inevitable, but yep. if you don't have to, you know that's the biggest thing. Like you're saying, you have the everything prepped, so then you can't even make the decision of like, oh, let's go get it because you have food and you feel guilty. Like oh, I don't want to waste, you know, all this food we cooked already. So you no. feel like you have to eat it. No, I, and I, I love first of all CV, and I, I like what you said. The voice, I think, we'll the go voice, with that, right? Because you can't yeah. see him, but you can hear him. Yeah. So every week, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll come back with with some of his. Who's updates. your ultimate body? You want Ronaldo? <laughs> Ronaldo. I was thinking Ronaldo would be a good one. Um, Cristiano. Wait, before you answer that, I have a question. For uh, it's more of a challenge for you. I would like you to get to a point that you're you're feeling comfortable with the routine that then you put something in your own head of a measurable goal. And eventually we try to work through that. And if it's something that you can agree to, then we give the update on the progress, uh, you know, for the podcast. It's just another voice. It's another body and it's another opinion and perspective mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, what what goes on behind the scenes with the three of us, obviously people only see Mike and I on the screen. CV is a major part of this. So if it's something that, you know, you're willing and able to do, I think it's awesome, man. So. Welcome to The Voice. Yes. <laughs> but I'm yeah, excited. Who's, so now who's, who's, who's your body? Be careful. That may be trademarked. The Voice. <laughs> that is a show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the right. The Voice. That's going to be right. a new logo. I forgot about too. them. Uh, so who's the, who's your favorite um, body type? Well, actually, I do like Matthew McConaughey. He's, he's nice. Nice. You know, nice. So we'll call us the McConaughey I don't think <laughs> I don't think I could ever have that body, though, I, just because I'm thicker and my lower body is thicker. I have, you know. See, uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I will either, but I'm going to shoot for it. <laughs> I have a, a something to admit too. While we're being very truthful here, we went to uh, brother-in-law's this uh, past weekend. Dave was there, right? He was. Yep. I I'm a little more accountable when like someone I'm doing the challenge with at the place. <laughs> he left early because he had a, he left me high and dry because he had to do. We'll get into it, but he had a class the next morning. So Dave leaves. I'm drinking vodka sodas, which is like my go-to when I'm cutting. Yeah. Um, I didn't go crazy, you know. Had a couple, but. When I have a little bit of alcohol, I get the drunk munchies <laughs> and I got, I had no pizza for a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait 
drink a bunch of water, a bunch of alcohol, which is probably not a good idea. Then I'm going to have my pizza a little later when it's like cold and I'm not ravenous. Yikes. Yikes. So I had two slices, right? That's what I did. Wait. Sat oh. down with you. While you were there, I had the two slices. Uh-oh. <laughs> then I didn't have any of the, uh, more. the hors d'oeuvres, right? And I'm like, all right, well, it's 12 o'clock. Like, where's Dave? Dave left. <laughs> I look around. Dave left. I go over to the sta- table. The table. They have these like cheese crisp things, these wisps. Take a bite. I'm like, oh, these are good. <laughs> I put mozzarella balls on them and just start popping them like they're pills. <laughs> then, then I look over and I'm like, oh, is this jam? Like, this is fig, fig jam? Spread, oh, right? I love fig. Look at the sugars, like five <laughs> grams of sugar for a scoop. I had maybe half the bottle of the fig. <laughs> then I'm like looking over and I see there's chicoots, right? Meats. I'm like, all right, let me try some meats. Are you still looking around for Dave? Is Dave there? Still looking for you. <laughs> I know you're not there. But By the way, I, how bad are those for you? It's everything's so bad that is I'm it, just anything what? good is bad, right? Yeah. Well, no, what? not not, Wait, what that's not chicoots. Oh, the chicoots. It's the salt. No, so one, and, the and this is a different debate, but it's the processed meat, mm. right? So if you're on a diet like us, yes, the meat is high in protein, which is okay, but that's a whole separate conversation on processed foods. Yeah, that's another. We'll get so into it's not, it. It's not very healthy for us. I, I'm, you o- I'm only it. saying this because there may have been a little instance yesterday where uh, <laughs> some chukuts came out and, came out and so, I had a few and I kept counting them. It was yeah. not good. <laughs> so I was being good with the shrimp, right? Initially, I did the shrimp and I was just slamming shrimp because I know that's just pure protein. Um, and my point being to this whole story is that like I was cheating and I knew I was doing it, but in my head, I was like, I just got to bounce back tomorrow because this whole week I was very good and I got to make sure I get my work in and all that stuff. But you also don't want to not enjoy yourself. So it's finding that balance. Yep. You know? Yeah. And so one, I don't think it's that bad, right? What you did in a typical night, I would have had six slices of pizza. I would have got McDonald's on the way home. Like it was a lot better than typical. And that's all you that's look, it's about the progress, right? But for me, so when I walked into the place, I knew that, you know, I was going to be tempted. So, yes, I had a couple drinks, um, mixed it with a little ice or club soda, right? Just so the calories stay low, like you're saying. I had two slices of pizza as the cheat. And then I had, you know, a little bit of the hors d'oeuvres and charcuterie as well. Uh, but then I did call it a night at like 11 o'clock because I know for me, things that happen after 11 o'clock, I I really can't control. Yeah, that was and my I, problem. I also had to uh, cover my buddy Adolfo's cycling class, which, by the way, I want to bring some clarity to. Uh, certain individuals have been reaching out asking if I can get them into my new spin class. Right. Because they they don't know the the story behind it. They think of a spin instructor. That's great. I'm humbled by that. But I'm not Uh, my buddy Adolfo, 31 years old, um, young, active guy. He actually got diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. The prognosis is basically the best prognosis that you can get um, in terms of a full recovery. So he is, you know, more than anything. He's he's inspired. He's just looking at this as another challenge, uh, but that's what I'm doing. I'm covering the podium for his class because he started chemotherapy, um, you know, and he feels a little weak after. So everybody in the class is like kind of, you know, taking turns and, and covering the podium for him. My time slot happens to be 8 a.m. on a Saturday. So I, it, it's a blessing in disguise. Keeps you accountable. Yes. But uh, one, you know, everybody is there for you, Adolfo. We know you're going to pull through on this. And uh, two, you know, it, it, it's it's easier for me that I can just say, yep, yep, I got an 8 a.m. cycling class because it holds me accountable, you know? 
I've mentioned this in the past, but that's what real estate is for me. Right. Because whenever I want to sneak out of there, I'm like, I got to work tomorrow, which yep. is true. Right. It's usually true, but right. it's a nice like accountability thing because yes. I do like to enjoy myself. And honestly, I need, uh, another piece on, on Adolfo, like the fact that he is still talking about, you know, you, you ride with your purpose, you ride with your power, you ride with, you know, finding what your why is while he's going through this. While I was dying on the bike the other day, I'm like, man, this is this is nothing, you know, so his no snooze mindset is on another level. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. I'm smiling because I'm remembering the story of when we went out and I didn't tell you that I was like dieting and I was drinking vodka sodas and I had to work the next day and you were drinking alongside me the whole CV the whole night. I'm talking like we might have had 10 drinks each. He didn't know. I switched to just water seltzer after like the third one. He's like, how are you so sober? I'm like, dude, I've been drinking water for the last. I've just been getting you vodkas. He was so mad at me. Oh, my God. So that's a, a fun fact to hack. If you don't want to be like telling people that you're trying to hold back on it, do a little seltzer and vodka or, uh, you know, soda, vodka sodas, because you can just do all soda. and No one will have any idea. Right. Or splash a little cranberry juice in there. Just yeah. so people think. That I act just, like a pregnant know. woman. You know, I'm like sneaking <laughs> mocktails in my yep. diets. That, that, that's good. Um, there was one DM <laughs> that I want to, yes. <laughs> that yes. I have to, I have to highlight. Yes. We, we just spoke about the salvo. So Chris, your brother-in-law, mm -hmm. he, is, he happens to be just one of the funniest individuals. And let me clarify, brother Bill was the host because yes. Chris didn't, never invites me over. Right, right, Go right. Ahead. So I, I happened to look in the DM and it was after Mike had posted his, uh, you know, body fat update on the scale or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I just see Chris write, holy cow, with the cow emoji. And picturing him say that, but I knew what it does to Mike. Because for me, right, if I see that and I'm trying to get on my routine, I use that as motivation. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. So, again, my question to you, when somebody writes that, like, what goes through your mind and how did you respond? I, I enjoy it. I like the uh, banter. I have to admit, I whenever I see him, I give him a hard time about it. I My joke with him is like, once your metabolism catches up, you're in trouble. Like that hip is going to get out of control. You're He's 28, I think. And I'm like, wait till you hit 30, bud. Wait, I just keep <laughs> saying it. Uh, but uh, he's in great shape right now. So it's been fun to banter. But that's how I was with my brother. A lot. Yeah. Yep, we used yep. to, I mean, I still do it. Right. Um, I like the banter. Something like that, though, does make me rethink like cheat days like if i'm about to hit a big cheat meal and someone says and i'm like i gotta hold back yep on that note i just don't want to forget uh a cheat meal that i probably will have tonight is uh sam's bar and grill it's a good family friend the uh you know the whole poor chester area is i think an orange orange zone right so they're all shut down on the Dur interiors yeah if you're just listening to this later on this is during the coronavirus pandemic yes um so poor chester is right on the border of connecticut and new york new york in that area happens to be the orange zone right so they yes. don't they have different 
uh, I guess, standards of what they can do can do right now. Right. So they're in a tough situation. Yep. Um, you know, I, the family friend reached out, um, you know, it's the Catalanos and then uh, Dennis Shack, who's one of the owners. Yep. And part of the thing that I enjoy the most about having a platform like no stews, like tell Mike saying you like my real estate stuff is that you're able to help people without, you know, obviously money's great and going and supporting and buying sandwiches is great and, you know, donating. But the ability to spread a message and get a community behind things, not to like say that I'm responsible for it. I was just the kind of the igniter for a little bit of a push. Absolutely. But we we did a post. And uh, if you're listening, if you can go to the Tell Mike Sent You Instagram, you don't even have to follow. Just go to the post that has Sam's on it. Um, I believe it's it'll probably be like the third or fourth. Um, and it has all the tags and all the comments. Just leave a comment uh, at Barstool Fund and then tag a couple of friends. Right. Um, something that I try to be aware of is like sometimes I'm worried that people are going to think that it's just trying to get exposure for a brand. No. You know, I, I we talked so. about this with. Yeah, the, I always tell you no, but you. But did, I like to. I like to clarify. Because, yeah, but I, I don't even think that's that's necessary because everybody knows where your your true you know heart is at. Behind but my that. point being is that you get to a position where if you do have some type of a following, I urge people to try to contribute back to people that maybe don't have the following on like an Instagram. It's not a big difference, but a lot of people don't have Instagram, TikTok following, whatever it is. And if you can help someone, just try to right. grow. Of course. Because just the message, I think. Taking it a step further with the making the comment and tagging at Barstool Fund, uh, Dave Portnoy and the oh, whole amazing. Barstool sports crew, um, you know, they're incredible. What they did was they basically Dave put up, I think, about five hundred thousand dollars of his own money and then said, wow, you know what? Other people might want to be involved in this. So started like a GoFundMe type of thing, uh, raised millions of dollars. And now they are selecting restaurants and small businesses who are struggling during the pandemic mm -hmm. to donate that money to help them out. Yeah. Um, so I think what you're doing is great. You know, I love Sam's myself. We've had some phenomenal nights there. Yeah. Great, great memories, um, and, and it's a it's a staple in the even in the Greenwich, Connecticut community. You know, yeah. So it's been uh, that's been fun. The Portnoy can't say enough about what he did. The nice thing about him is he talks a big game, but he backs it up. Yeah, you know, and that's something that I'm starting to think about. Is like if you talk a big game, it def especially trying to help businesses and things, you got to back it up. So right. you got to find ways to do so. Yep. No, so it's been fun. Well so, said. Anyway, my cheat meal, steak sandwich, Sam's phenomenal. They call it a steak Sammy. They should, right? I was That's, thinking about that. Yeah. We started the hashtag Save Sam's, and then <laughs> yeah. I started one Save the Sandwich, which is kind of messed up because like they're great people there, and I'm like, yeah. Save the Sandwich, forget the people. <laughs> no, it's true. So uh, definitely give them a, uh, you know, give them your, your local support. It definitely means a lot. Um, I wanted to put forth a recommendation to everybody. Love it. On a episode that I just listened to, and it was, you know, uh, Sean Stevenson is. It's very bizarre that we both landed on the same person podcast. Right. Well, you, so yeah. it, it's not ironic for me because Ed Milet, I kind of just download, you know, so it was a coincidence because the download is already there, but the episode was with Sean Stevenson. Yes. It happens to be a coincidence because you were doing your own research on him. Um, so, you know, Stevenson, he's, he's the top in the field. He has a top podcast, uh, the model health show, I think it's called, and it's literally number one in the world. So his knowledge and his delivery is incredible. He, the episode itself, phenomenal, but took it a step further and I got the book and it's called Eat Smarter. So one, that recommendation is definitely there. I urge you to check it out. I haven't started the book yet, uh, but I just off of that episode, I said, wow, you know what? I need to get this book. 
I, I, you probably noticed that I always smile when you're telling stories because you say something and then I think of something witty, <laughs> funny to say back and yeah, I yeah. don't say it because I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> but when you said that, eat smarter, in my head, I'm like, and read faster because like you want to get that. I have my 10 pages a day. I know <laughs> yeah. it's going to take me a while to finish. But he gives this baseball analogy on the four personality types on dieting. Hmm. Taking it a step further, I think it's the four personality types of life, right? So I just want to share the message. Again, this is not what we're saying that we invented, right? So be clear about that. But it's a good analogy and something easy that, yeah, I'm sure there's millions of personality types in the world, but when it comes to dieting, they're looking at it in this in these four ways. I think it's very interesting that you latch on to like frameworks. Well, I like easy things, right? Yeah, like yeah. I used to complicate things, but I like taking millions of people in the world and being able to categorize them into four categories. And the argument right? is, even if it's not super like accurate, it still gives you a starting point. Yeah, to it, it's out. a framework. Yeah. That was yes. a, a great word. So it's a baseball analogy. And the first personality type when it comes to dieting specifically, but again, I think this is applicable to all walks of life, is those who swing for the fences, right? And Mike is looking around. But swinging for the fences is basically I hear something. I get motivated by it. I am all in 100% without proper preparation. That's <laughs> why right. so Claudio is laughing. I don't know why, but okay. So, so I'm thinking about where I land. It's right. Mike's five, what, what? five P's. <laughs> no, so that's that's one. That's only one, yeah. right? But and, uh, I don't know if you heard a lot of preparation that I was just talking about. I'm not categorizing. All right, keep going. I'm just giving just... the first one, right? Okay. Then um, individual number two is waiting for the perfect pitch. Right. Somebody mm. hears about something. They're like, all right, now I have to do my research. Now I have to get the proper shoes for this class. Now I have to get the proper equipment. And that individual doesn't take action because they're waiting for the perfect moment. Mm. So that's personality number two. Personality number three is the easy out. They say yes. Right. They get up to bat. And they're just an out every single time because they say yes to something. But as soon as a little bit of hardship comes into their life, they just completely back out of that, uh, back out of whatever they're doing. So that's the easy out. Mm -hmm. right? So that's personality number three. Then the fourth one is what I like to say, a.k.a. the no snoozer. But it is the all around player, somebody who has congruency in their life, alignment, know what they're working towards and can do this on a consistent basis year in day in week in month in month out clearly all of us are trying to become the fourth one but you know what they're saying is that we all embody these personality types and we can have multiple of them but what are we going to do in our own lives to make sure that we become that no snoozer you know the the person who is the all around player so it was a good analogy. That's I good. wanted to share it. Uh, but now let's talk about you and I a little bit, you know, where I, we fall into those categories. I was thinking about that. It's more. It sounds more like a process. Like it sounds like the, you start at where you start something, you don't get it done. Then you get into the phase of like you are trying to wait for the perfect pitch, preparing, preparing. Mm -hmm. You don't get it done. Yep. Then sometimes you just swing for the fences. Don't. So I think when you were saying it, I think I'm a combination of swing for the fences and wait for the perfect pitch and sometimes they don't align and all around player for sure yeah but i'm I, the way when you're you know, saying that i'm thinking of how many times i was talking about my weights right but then the pitch came because i found the weights so mm -hmm. i did kind of execute on it 
It was right. just it took time to figure it out. And this is just something that we're talking about. No, now I know, I know. I'm dying. thinking through but it. But for me, when I heard this, right? And again, I like that that word alignment. I like I think my life is going the way that it's going now because I'm applying this no snooze mindset in all aspects, right? Not just in my fitness, which I was doing for a long time, doing it in the business, but then, you know, even in my relationships, family, money tactics, financial stuff, you know, I wasn't always doing that. So in my marriage, I, when I heard this, I remember thinking like waiting for the perfect pitch, right? So I remember when things were tough, like, yeah, you know what? I don't have to fix it because you know what? Maybe we'll just buy a house and things will go away. Like it will be, it will get, it will get better just like that, you know? So I did that for, for a long time. And until you can realize that, you know what, you find your own process. And yes, there's times that we're going to be all four of these or all three, because the fourth one is where we all want to be. Um, but now it's now that I have a framework like that to look at, it's something that's so specific that I'm like, oh, wow, you know what, maybe I'm having a moment that, yeah, I am just an easy out right now. How do you respond is the biggest thing. And what I'm trying to do is to make sure that I move my life in, in, in the entire direction of an all around player. I have trouble with all the analogies because I'm so I think I have like split personalities because I in certain circumstances am like you said you everyone's a little bit of everything I think I change so much constantly like I'm always you do you, you definitely do but I think that's part of the uh, you know career that you're in too. you know like it's a good thing you utilize it to your benefit. Yeah, absolutely. But it's something that I always used to think about. Like when I was younger, I would always be like, well, I'm not really like I think I'm a little funny, but I'm not the funny guy. Right. Like I'm business. No, you're pretty the funny like guy. I think I'm pretty smart, but I'm not like the, the smart, smart guy. You know, like I'm. Yeah, no, that's me. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I like to work out like I'm in yep. shape, but I'm not like the athlete guy. You know, I never was like a single, not single, like. There's, I'm, I feel like I was very complex, and I, it was hard for me when I was younger to put it into like a box or a personality. And the, the, I, I hate to say the ADD, but the, the, the scattered thoughts and the constant energy and all that stuff was, it was always hard to be like, I want to do this certain thing, right. and that's why I think I gravitated to the real estate world, like you're saying, because you have to do a lot of things, mm -hmm. and it's been. It's interesting. But, but in, in your life and everything else, right, with your daughter, with your wife. With yeah, your everything. Family, but um, you want to be at that all around player, right? That's where we all want to. That's where we all want to live because yeah. we basically embody those moments where we have that personality type. But that doesn't define us. Right. That's like yeah. goes back to like the 80 20 stuff that we had talked about, like, you know, a while ago or something that I look at. And by the way, that 80 percent for me, I expect that to rise over the years. Right. Like 80 20 was cool. But now it's like, OK, well, 20 percent is a big, big mistake for me. So I need to find ways, little ways. OK, well, how do I get down to 18 percent? How do yeah. I get to 10 percent? And I'm not talking body fat. You know, well, that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> when you're talking um, the. Uh, the time blocking has been a big adjustment that I've enjoyed is and it, it um, helps with anxiety, because sometimes when you don't put time frames on things they expand to fill the time whereas n now knowing that i have to get my workout done before seven um no way fans are about to if you don't get it done you don't get it done yep that's helped me because before i would just kind of all right well it's 7 30 i'll figure it out but then the other tasks compound and it creates more stress and knowing that 
once seven's done, I'm done with the workout, done with the no snooze post. Now I'm turning into dad until nine. Well, I'm dad basically until seven, but dad until nine. Then when I'm in the office, you know, from nine to five, nine to six, real estate, then back to being dad. Right. You know? Yep. No, and it's a, it's a management process, you know, uh, something that we're always just striving. Like dad for. and husband. That's only. right. That's right. Um, and also, you know, just on a, on a side note, we, we would like to also help other small businesses. Uh, you know, so moving forward, if you do have a small business, um, you know, reach out to us. Maybe you could get on and sponsor a podcast for us. We're going to start a little initiative where, you know what, we can we can also help back, um, help give back. I'm sorry. Uh, so that, that's something to to look forward to as well. Yeah. Right. We're excited about that portion. Yep. Uh, the only thing I want to mention is the GNC uh, story. Yes, yes, please. So I had a uh, so I had to go into GNC. Thank you, Kas uh, Jema, for the shout out. He told me go to GNC. If you spend, I think it's 10 bucks, they'll weigh you in on what's the machine called? Uh, in body. In body. So I go, I buy my krill oil. Um, I'm talking to the guy there. I forget what his name was. Good guy. Yeah, I tagged him. I'll see him next week. So, but anyway, I roll in. I'm like, hey, can I use that machine? I'm in a suit, right? And uh, in my head, Dave told me to cut my toenails and like make sure my feet were fresh. I'll admit, I don't have the best feet, especially the bottoms are a little rough. Um, I probably need a pedi. Um, so I walk in. I'm talking to the guy. I'm a little worried that I'm gonna start. I'm gonna whip out my feet and weigh in with a suit on. Um, kind of at rush hour, five o'clock on a Friday, was it or Thursday? Yeah, I think it was that Thursday, after Thursday. Thursday appointment, right? So I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, you know, what do you think about the strategy? I'm bouncing ideas off him because he, I mean, works at GNC, must know some stuff. And he looks concerned. He's like, wait, <laughs> what are you doing? What is, you know, how many calories? No, that's not right. I'm like, oh, I'm doing 10,000 steps. He's like, no, wait, you need to weigh more than that. He basically, very nice guy, shot down all the strategy. <laughs> so I'm already like, all right, whatever, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, can you set this thing up? So we, we go to set it up, take my shoes off. Um, it's in the front window. So you're like wanging and all these cars are going by, people walking by. It's very awkward. Um, so I'm like, what do you, it was on video. I go, what do you think I am? And he's like, you're probably like 23. And I got upset. I'm like, are you kidding? Like 23 in my head, I was more like, what did I say? 19, 18. Yeah, no, I said you were 18. I think you believed, You gave me more credit. I think you believed you were even lower. No, no, no. I'm realistic. I talk a lot, but <laughs> I'm like, there's no way because I have zero muscle. So just the math in my you head. You don't have zero muscle, Michael. Not zero. Limited, limited yeah, muscle, limited right? Limited muscle. So I get on it and <laughs> the best part is, it, you know how it goes up? Yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm in my head, I'm trying to calculate. I'm like, oh, it's slowing down a little bit. Oh, it's slowing down. And then it would go fast. <laughs> it got caught on 19, like 0.4 or something. And I'm like, all right, that's respectable. Less than 20 is respectable. And then it bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and it went to 22.9 or whatever yeah. it was. Um, I told the guy, I said, how many times, what's the max amount of time people have weighed in here? And he goes, there was one guy who came every week. You just have to spend, it's either five bucks or $10 at the store. So I told him, I'm like, would you be okay if I came in every week? He'd be like, that'd be great. I would love it. That'd be great. <laughs> so I might do a weekly weigh-in at GNC nice. in Greenwich, in Riverside. Um, and the whole moral of this story is that you need data. You need to actually know the facts because in my yes. head, if I was 18, I wouldn't have the urgency that I need to have now to implement things to right. get there. Because a lot of people, including myself, are afraid to know the actual fact. Right, like yep. a lot of people are afraid to know percentages, weights, right? You know, money, 
a lot of people don't look at their bank accounts because they're afraid to know how much they spend. That 90% of it, I think, is just knowing where you're starting. Yep. It's well said and great story behind it. Uh, but the thought process is spot on. And no matter how bad it is, right, you can always get better. Yeah. And that's where when you first have this moment of like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I used to like the idea of it, but now I really want to do something. Now it's OK. Well, where, really, where am I at? Yeah. Because to me, if you take somebody that's completely overweight and you start this you know, diet with them, I actually want to know how overweight I am. I want to know how high that percentage is, because if I am really committed and I do really want to do something, then that means that I'm going to take that measurement and I'm going to come back in a week or two weeks or a month and make sure that my numbers are actually lower. That's where you build confidence. Right. But it's not about losing the 50 pounds if you need to lose 50. It's not about losing the 10 pounds. No, it's about losing that one to two pounds a week because it's attainable and it's measurable. Yeah. Right. A any type of data too, right? Like if you're at work, be realistic. What did you bring in last year? Yes. You know, you can't know if you're getting better if you don't know where you started. It's all about the small wins. And now this will bring us to my favorite section. Very selfishly. Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. And I, this has been happening for me when I look at my Oreos at night. Don't give up what you want most for what you want now. Because I want the Oreos now, but I don't want it the most. What I want the most in this moment for this challenge is getting down to 10%. Have you heard the saying, a moment on the lips, forever on the hips? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. It's one of is the that, funniest Is that Miguelito's mantra? That's, that's yeah, a beast one right I now. I should have used that. That is so <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. That is awesome. Food never tastes as good as skinny feels. Have you heard that one? Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget who told me. Some girl told me that one. That <laughs> that's good. I have right a now. question. Yes. Are you having Oreos? Yes, I am. Yes. Good question, by the way. So I found two holes in my diet where I have... Filled them with Oreos. <laughs> I filled them with Oreos. I basically make sure that all my macros for the day are hit. And then I have like a, uh, a leftover. Calories. Right. I have leftover of like 300 calories. And at that point, I have two to four Oreos. And I did that twice this week, plus two slices of pizza. So that was my like bad cheat. And then, you know, tonight is Sunday. This will air tomorrow. Uh, so tonight I'll have something that, you know, is not not great. But is if is the fat content in both the Oreos and now that you said the pizzas, does that affect um like, you know, the because the, one thing is carbs and whatever, losing all that. But if you're trying to lose body fat percentage, if you're introducing new fat in there, right. it's not kind of negative. So that's where the macro, great question. Deficit, that's a great right? question. But that's where the, to be specific about the body fat, that's where the macros help so much. So I'm able to achieve my, my um, protein, right? And then I leave some open for my fat and my uh, carbs. So I fill the hole with something that is just fat and carbs, mm. but I'm still in my amount for the day. The key for me is making sure I don't go into the surplus, right? So that's why they call macro, like your macros is like flexible dieting because it's flexible, right? You, you do the best that you can for 90 to 95% of it. Then if, you know, 5% of my day is taken up with Oreos and, you know, a, a sporadic donut, 
per se. Sporadic. <laughs> Sporadic. Is there any other type? Right. <laughs> um, you know, that that's where you the flexibility comes in because you're still staying within your your macros for the day. So you would be able to be at 10 percent body fat and still be able to hit an Oreo here and there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. A lot of them. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, those dudes look like it's. Just oh, no, dude, that that I mean, when you get at that level, you can sustain that and have Oreos. It's almost easier. You know, probably you have, you're burning every more. other day. Am I up? Bring it. That was a good one. Uh, this is Miguelito's mantras. All right, Ito, Ito, Ito. I got it. Don't you worry. Ito, Ito, uh, Ito. I posted this and I put Dave's head in a pretzel. <laughs> Done is better than perfect. Definitely put me in a pretzel. Your thought process. <laughs> See how mad I love how he gets fired up right now. No, away. no, no. Your thought process is spot on. I didn't and make when, it. No, but when you explained it to me, then I was like, okay. But in my head, done can't be better than perfect, right? Like perfect is the best. Now, if you can't get something perfectly done when no one's perfect, I would just like to see like well done is better than perfect, right? Because to me, if I just do something just to do it, like especially with this challenge, right? If I just go to the gym and really don't do a workout well, it's not better than a perfect workout, right? There, there is a uh, end to that that should be done is better. Done is better than perfect if you can't get it perfectly done. There Something you like go. That. But part of the fun in these mantras is leaving a little open ended because yes. people can interpret it and fill in their own sometimes the wrong way, right. which is fun. <laughs> right, right. Um, there's a portion that I want to add to this, and I don't know if you're okay with this. What was your favorite thing from today's episode? I enjoyed the body type conversation because i think <laughs> oh yeah you know that was a good one i would like to know though where we all are at our body type i think we go i thought we were gonna go in that direction this is what i think we do right i think the next episode we come back with our our people and we maybe present a picture you can put it superimpose it we could do that think through that because that's something i also that, thought for a second the whole segment was going to be like a body shape so body here's shapes. a pear here's an apple yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah here's yeah. a donut <laughs> the uh but the the you need to like visualize what you want, so then you can like guide yourself towards it, right? We yep. talk about like going on a yacht. If you want a yacht, go walk on one. Yep. You know. Yeah. If you no, want to look like a guy, stare at him. I think my 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 favorite part of it was uh, hearing your adjustments. Oh uh, yeah. I, I like the adjustments um, because you quickly, I think, realize that you know what you need to you need to implement some a serious routine, and that will that will propel you forward. And I think I had a hard time explaining all of them in an organized fashion because I'm kind of jamming them all together at the moment. And now I'm starting to get them organized, but I'm not there yet because it's been a week. Right. Right? Yep. The, the overarching adjustment is basically doing workouts that I can do anywhere, um, doing a diet that I can implement also anywhere, uh, ba basically just making something sustainable and simple is the, the major overarching goal of everything. Well said. I love it, and I appreciate you. And these epis, my 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 uh, jacket's a little tight. Yeah, here. I was gonna say you didn't even so, go there. Until next time, stop snoozing, get up, and get after it. Daddy's tight. Did you, did you rip your jacket? That's another epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on, come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, 
reach out to us at no snooze podcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.